What up, what up, what up? It's your boy DJ Billier, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. You know who it is. It's series finest, and we are here and in the building, and to my left is my man that's deaf, who's never been swept. Get on the mic and show him that you ain't inept. I don't know, man. <laughs> that, that, not, not my best rhyme scheme for you this week. I apologize. I have to tell you something. All right. Tell me. That was not your best. No, it was not my best. First and foremost, I am not deaf. No. <laughs> I hear very good. Now, D-E-F, deaf, I'm deaf. But not D-E-A-F. <laughs> two different deafs. Very different. Very different. Yes. Also inept? I don't know, buddy. <laughs> How about this? To my man on my left, who's always fresh to death, get on the mic and breathe some breath of life. What if you were like, all right, and let me kick it over to my man in the chair who doesn't care, drop down a three, hit you with that stare. I like it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, okay. Yeah. In a Ryan Reynolds movie, working at a restaurant with so much flair. <laughs> Call him AAA, cause he'll change that spare. <laughs> okay, I like it. Yeah, I like where you're going with this. Leaning up forward in your fancy chair. <laughs> I like it. Not bad at all, man. Not bad at all. Maybe I'll switch that over to you now, and I'll start doing the AKAs. Well, I'm closing out the show today with you a quote. You are gonna close out the show with a quote. Yes. So. Maybe we need to switch it up, bro. I like that. I'm looking, kind of looking forward to that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a doozy. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Old Dirty Savage, a.k.a. Uh, Squawkwa Man. And for the ladies, uh, what's up, y'all? It's Snuggle Jennings. Your yes. boy Savage is in the house. How you doing, Bill? I am doing well, my friend. How are you? You're not inept? I am not inept. I know that was awful, man. I apologize. You know, sometimes, hey, some days you have good freestyle days. Some days you have bad freestyle days. And when you're coming off the dome, you just never know what you're going to get. Here's what I'll tell you. You have shot it over to me with doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Numerous amounts of times. Yeah. I think that's the first time where I stopped and looked up and was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was bad, man. It was bad. Let me pass it to my boy who is deaf. He's inept. They pass it to my man on the left who is deaf and always fret. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't work. You know, His lip right. looks fly, fine. I'm pretty sure it's not a cleft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It was awful. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Hey, I'll tell you what, buddy. Yeah. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. This is the truth. So do, do your thing. It's the truth. I can't argue with that, man. And hey, you know, like I said, man, normally I stick with the... Uh, yeah, it's my man, 50 grand with the plan in front of his microphone stand. Tell him who you am. You know, that's that. It's safe. So you that's had a, you had a, you had a, a, a word that you have many rhymes with. Yeah. And somehow you got off on a, on yeah. a different word. Left is rough. Yeah. Left. I won't be doing left again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> left to deaf to inept. Yeah. It just, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't get that Eminem pass, man, where Eminem like bends the word and makes it work. For me, it just is like, no, yeah, that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. I mean, we could make it work. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna need a little work. That's I mean, we are work. gonna, we are gonna, it's, it's getting put out. Oh, it's happening. It's in the universe. We're baby. in now. Yeah. <laughs> We've come this far. We it's, it's can't go back. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. You seem like a smart fella. Yeah. Um, is there anything if I was to say to you like? I can tell you this, like 
musically speaking, I know that there's um, lots of rumors of, of things. Um, we get little um, words or um, like social media like drops, like like we get like hints that stuff's coming. Right. You know what I mean? Like little uh, I don't know. You want our teasers, if you will. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, lo- yeah. like Locksmith, like uh, he dropped a little a thing with Atmosphere yes. for a single that he was going to drop. And he dropped it, I don't know, maybe what, two days before? Yeah, Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Where like you saw it and you sent it to me and you were like, oh shit, dude, yeah. you see this? Yeah. You know, Fantasy and, world. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, or like we'll kind of get to, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about this. We got a little inside information that uh, Anderson Pac and... Um, Bruno Mars are doing an album. Yeah, and I saw that and I immediately sent it to you, and you were Silk like, "Oh, Sonic. yeah, yeah." I'm and so, for that. so, so in that in that idea in that vein, if you will, is there anything like coming up that you are like, is that the thing that you are most excited about or and looking forward to music wise? Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac, I love both separately. I actually went. I'm very excited. I love the new song. Leave the door open. Lead a door open. I'ma leave it open, girl. Uh, Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars just blend so well together. They're both incredibly talented, incredibly soulful. They're both throwback artists, and yet they sound current. And then they they together, it's like one of the greatest R&B songs I have heard in years. So I'm in, I'm incredibly, incredibly, incredibly excited for that. And I, you know, I went back. I had was reminded of a Facebook post. From 2016, I posted, these are my favorite albums of the year. And in 2016, it was uh, 24 Karat Magic with Bruno Mars and an album called Malibu by Anderson Pac were two of my four favorite albums of that year. And they were, I believe, I want to say that was number one. 24 Karat Magic was one and Mars' Malibu was two. So clearly I'm a fan of these guys separately. So the fact that they're getting together and working together and the first single is just to me like bananas good like it's one of those songs that you just want to sing along to the first time i heard it i wanted to sing along and i my ass was shaking in my chair and i was slapping my steering wheel and like belting it out at the top of my lungs and it's just the one song they've given us one and i'm like i put it on at the gym and i let it run through like three or four times like i I, i'm incredibly stoked for that and the other thing i'd probably say is mount westmore right now man i uh i've heard june June of this year, we're getting the Mount Westmore album, and you know what Mount what? Yeah. I don't know if we've talked. Have we talked about Mount Westmore on the show? Yeah, we talked about it when we talked about the uh, two shorty, the two shorty forty forty battle. Because drunk Todd just let it slide yes. out, and I'm not really sure he was supposed to. Exactly, he's like hell with it. I'm saying it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of the two times E40 actually E40 didn't look at him that sideways because he looked at him even more sideways when he was talking about selling cocaine. Out yes, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I'm not talking about tapes. I'm talking about cocaine. And he's like, you Todd, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, so Mount Westmore for just to refresh everybody's memory is E40, Too Short, Snoop Dogg, and Ice Cube all coming together to combine and form one super group. And the rumor behind that one is, is that the only feature on the album, and this comes directly from Too Short, so the only feature on the album is Dr. Dre. And that is official, locked in, done, according to Too Short. So you have this massive super group of artists, West Coast artists, and then the one feature is the... I'd have to say king of West Coast artists, like king of producers just in general, but, you know, well known for being affiliated with the West Coast is the one feature. And that went into too short telling an amazing Dr. Dre story. Did I, did, I didn't tell you about that, did I? 
No, we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah, no, yeah. There's a, an incredible story where Too Short talks about working with Dr. Dre. It's a phenomenal story, like in, incredible. Like the work ethic of the man is is insane. But that's what I'm I'm excited. Probably the Bruno Mars is number one. And I will say this. Let me just put out. Here's my strong take. Uh, if if we get the full Silk Sonic album, if Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac drop this album in full, and every song is like that single, I will. 100% without a doubt right now tell you that if every song sounds like that that will be my number one album of 2021 I, I can just tell you right now like that's a bold proclamation in is, March I don't like to I don't like to put that out there this early normally that's a surprise for our end of the year list but I loved 24 Karat Magic start to finish front to back I thought that album banged I thought it was catchy it was contagious it was fun and this first single has all of that and more and if the rest of the album, if they stick to like a 10 or 11 track album and don't go crazy and they got good features and they all sound like that, uh, it, it's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be real tough to beat because Anderson Pac will bring the hip hop side of things that Bruno don't have. And then Bruno will bring the singing. I'm not talking about singing. I'm talking about singing, baby. Bruno will be singing his ass off and it'll be the best of both worlds. And that's going to be a, I just anticipate a phenomenal, phenomenal album. What about you, dude? What you looking forward to? Well, uh, I can tell you what I'm looking forward to uh, a couple things and not looking forward to another thing. Okay, what do you got? So uh, I'm certainly looking forward to um, Mudmouth. Oh, yes. I'm very much. That's that's probably at the top of my list. Um, and then the one thing I'm looking forward to, but also not looking forward to. Uh, is um, Tech Nine is dropping an album this year? Okay, and uh, that's it. He's retiring. Oh shit! He finally he mentioned in an interview a long time he's, ago that he was done at fifty. Right. So is he, he's fifty this year. Now. Okay, he's fifty this year. So this is supposed to be his last. He's album. sticking to that. Well, that's what he says. Yeah. And, you know, he's brought it up a couple times. So I don't know if he's going to. Uh, you know, and he's and he and I, I, I read something the other day that said. Uh, you know he's 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 done his best over the last couple of years to kind of do his thing, but he's really been working on his uh, his artists and his catalog. And I think that if you follow Strange Music, yeah, yeah, that's certainly I would agree. Yeah, you know he's been working really hard on and uh, so um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Um, I think he'll probably still pop up on people's albums and stuff like that because. I think that he's an artist and he loves what he does. And you know, how many times is Too Short retired? Exactly. Yeah. And he um, made he retired and then made the album Can't Stay Away. Right. And hey, Jay Z retired. While he was retired, he did a, a unplugged album and he did a Collision Course album with Lincoln Park. So while he was retired, he made two albums and then he came out of retirement and made yeah. a regular Jay Z album. Rappers have but, a hard but, time. But. Uh, Jay Z wasn't fifty when he retired. No, he's in his fifties now. Right. So yeah, yeah. So, so maybe he is done and still going. Yeah, he, he might be. Yeah. And, he, and, and if he is, it's uh, it's sad to me because uh, he's uh, to me he's one of the best. He's, he is he's, one of the he's, best. Uh, you know, lyrically for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been doing this since we talk about. You know, how many times on this on this uh, uh, show have you heard us talk about? You know, The Chronic and Snoop and Dre and the, yeah, yeah. the early 90s and Outkast and that era, right? He was doing his thing then. Oh, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? He was just independent in Kansas City. So a lot of, if you weren't really knee deep into the, like he's got a song with Tupac that's unreleased. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so 
it, it's just it's when he's been doing this thing for a long time he's and, and on he was affiliated with death row he's on the gang related soundtrack which was a tupac movie right. he's on there like on that soundtrack that's a great one it was one of my favorite songs off that album here's the thing i'll say is i think he's smart i think in order and and i'm not saying strange music isn't successful because strange music is incredibly successful but i think in order for him to take his artists to the next level and take it strange to the next level I don't think you can be the most successful artist on your label and have the label flourish like it should. And then, and I'm not saying because he's the it's the most successful independent record label in hip hop history. Like he's the most successful independent artist ever. So I'm not knocking what he's done in any way, shape, or form. But right. I think it's like Shady Records. Shady Records' big problem is is that nobody can eclipse Eminem. Like they don't like until uh what is this griselda the griselda album that made a lot of noise and people but think about yellow wolf finally left because it wasn't working out for him uh slaughterhouse collapsed and didn't work out d12 collapsed because everybody just wanted eminem and didn't want and i think that's tech is the star of strange music and you know he pops up and features on all this stuff but i think strange in order to become more than just tech nine's label if he steps back and really puts the energy that he's put into his own career into pushing that label and pushing his other artists, fuck, who knows what could happen? Because, I mean, look, we got uh, Ritz came out of Strange's camp, and he's huge now. Um, if he takes time and focuses more, I think he could, we could get another Ritz. We could get another. I mean, Jelly Roll is doing a distribution deal with him, but we could get artists of that caliber, I think. Like, And then, then that's not to say they don't have that talent now. But if he shifts that focus, it could be crazy. Like Eminem's got that drive and determination, but Eminem can't get away from the mic. If M took all his drive and desire and stepped back and was like, I'm gonna work on making beats and finding the greatest rappers alive and put out music for them and not worry about being in the studio every day making my own shit, who knows what could fucking happen? Cause M can make beats. Like I wish he'd do it more often, you know? Like, but that'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that for sure. Well, those are the things I'm looking forward to. I uh, definitely, uh, I really, I don't know if you, if you, if you saw this. Um, one of my favorite reasons that I, I, I really like Yellow Wolf. Yeah. Is um, besides the fact that he's uber talented, is uh, he is very, very active on his media. Yeah. You know, with the yeah. Slim American or the Yellow Wolf, especially on Instagram, they use this. They use the story pretty well. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, is, uh, is uh, sometimes I think like he's he's so he's so big in his circle, like nobody really checks him, so he just kind of does whatever he wants. Right. Which sometimes probably isn't the best idea. No. But also like it's your it's your show, bro. Yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody gonna tell you nothing. Who's I can respect that. You know stop. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the other night he was he did a it was probably earlier this week he um Zilla who's his manager, you know, best friend or whatever, uh, brought him uh, the first vinyl copy of uh, Mudmouth. Okay. And so he opened it up and, you know, it was just like the promo copy that the first one that came out, they're supposed to check it and make sure they don't have any concerns right, right, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so he opened it up on story or whatever and that's fine. Well, then he was, he was working on something. I don't know what he was working on. And he told him, he was like, Sometimes, like when I'm in the zone or when I'm working on something, I don't even go home. I just sleep at the studio, right? Which is not abnormal for artists, right? right. You know, they don't leave. Um, well, he was there and he was by himself. He's like, everybody was gone, 
He was sipping some creek water and he was like, I'm bored. So he played Mudmouth, like little clips on the story. Oh, like probably okay. four songs. Oh, okay. And they were amazing. Oh, nice. I'm and sorry, I, I missed that. No, no, no. And I was like, I was like, it, it definitely had a, um, the songs that I heard, like a real, uh, more of a love story feel. The, the, the Southern yeah, rock yeah. singing, like a little bit of that. Like it was nice. I liked it. Oh, hell yeah, dude. So that's uh, good to hear. So I was, um, I, I watched, like I rewatched them because yeah. I wanted to hear it. Yeah, yeah. And sure. That, so it was good. So, um, it's kind of hard to hear a little bit because of the, it was on a record player and then he was recording it on his phone and he was yeah. talking yeah, yeah. or singing while he was on it. It was good, man. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. And then uh, and then the Tech 9, there's no been no date or anything. I just I just saw an article the other day talking, reminding us basically that mm-hmm. he said he's retiring when he's 50 and yeah. he's 50 this year. And I know that he said he's got one more, that an album's coming and I didn't put the two together. And I was like, man, I wonder if this is it. Or if he's sticking with it, I hope. I mean, I hope, but I also don't hope, you know. Yeah, I can't see him going out without one more big ass tour. Like, I, well, that's the yeah, thing too. Is yeah. I when 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 he said, and that's one of the things that uh, on the on the on the it was it was a written article of of some people that were talking. They were just kind right, of like uh, right. describing the the thing that happened, and they said, you know, when he when he said that. They weren't also losing an entire year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that means, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's the thing is, is I think that that's going to happen. Like he's going to do one more tour. He has he's, to. he's got to, yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's such a huge part of who he is and his fan base and everything. The live show is what really what Tech Nine's all. I mean, his albums are phenomenal, but the live show is where it's at. Like, right. the, that's where I fell in love with Tech Nine because it was a killer live show. The, the costume changes and the masks and the screens in the background and the music and, Chris Calico being the talent, most talented hype artist co-producer ever. Like the whole experience was incredible, dude. Like I can't see him not wanting to do that one more time. You can't say goodbye to the fans who made you the biggest artist ever. Like, and, and like it, without that, I don't think. So, uh, I, and we already said this anyway, just because we want to go to concerts, but when tech does do that, I'll be there for sure. You got to. Yeah. Especially if it's, you know, I, and, and we talked about that a little bit too. Like this first round of concerts, when things open back up, like oh, yeah. you have to imagine like Yellow Wolf is going to bring it. Tech is going to bring it. Yeah. Right. Who Locksmith, like he hasn't been on a stage, you know, oh, bring it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's not that they be- didn't bring it in the first place, right. but they haven't, they haven't had this vice, this outlet like Jelly Roll. I don't know if you saw his. Instagram, like, he went to a comedy show in Tennessee that he, somebody he's friends with somebody. Oh, okay. And they let him on the stage and Jelly Roll sang yeah. for like 15 minutes. Oh, really? And he's like, and you know, and you know, people obviously recorded it. And yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. Spread quickly. Sure. And he did Save Me. Oh, nice. And you know, the whole crowd was singing along. It's like, you know, it's a popular song. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like, two things. First of all, that is the first time I've had a chance to do Save Me on a on a stage in front of people. And it's even more magical to me now yeah. that I've had a chance to do it on stage. And two, man, I have missed you motherfuckers so bad. I miss being on a stage so bad. Right. I yeah. know that me and other artists that I know, like, this is a part of what we do. And this is the chance to connect with you. And we haven't had that for over a year. So they're going to bring it, man. Yeah, I just saw an, uh, 
an Instagram post from Jelly Roll where he talked about him and his wife just bought their first home. I thought that was really cool because it's like, I look at Jelly Roll as like, he must be way better off than me. You know, you just see somebody you see on Instagram and somebody you listen to on Spotify so much like we do, Waylon and Willie, Jelly Roll, all the stuff he's done with Yellow Wolf. I just assume he he got he's got dough. But he was like, I just this is a big deal for me. I just bought my first home and, and you know, it's an I wouldn't have been able to do it without my wife. And he's like, everybody just assumes I got money. My wife makes more money. And I don't know, I have no clue what his wife does. She looks I hate to say it, she looks kinda like a stripper. Like I don't know if that's I think she, she used is, to be a porn is star. Is that what she was? Okay. She's a porn star and now like now I, I don't know if she still does that, but she does, you know, her it's pretty clear like her photo shoots or she's got fans yeah and i don't know if she i think she has an only only fans as well oh, okay and then on top of that like like her podcast is big like oh she has a podcast oh i didn't know that okay bill yeah everyone has everybody a yeah now especially every day yeah every day i'm watching something somebody else has a podcast Dude, barack obama and bruce springsteen now have a podcast that they do together i'm like could you pick two more random people to start a podcast like what in the hell dude like I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. But yeah, he he was like, I wouldn't have been able to do this without my wife. She makes more money than I do. And and this is, I can, I can, it's so amazing to share this experience with her is basically what he said. And I was just like, wow, you know, I just always assume, I don't think he's Dr. Dre rich, but I just assume he's well off. You know what I mean? Like, like I would assume he had a house already, like that he wasn't renting. You know what I mean? Like, especially the fact that he lives in Tennessee. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not Cali prices right. for sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, and some of us are out here being uh, homeowners in California. Yes. Oh boy. Hello. 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 Um, so I'll tell you what though, it's going to be kind of, and then I'm looking forward to this at some point. We're going to buy tickets to a Jelly Roll concert. We sure are. And we better. And what's cool to me is that the first time we ever met or knew about Jelly Roll. Yeah. We were at a Tech concert. Or no, Yellow Wolf concert. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, there there was no Jelly Roll concert. No. Now he is going to be his concert. No. Which is, I think, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... Honestly, like we've we've been championing championing him for a big a large amount of time. The and moment like, we discovered yeah. him two years over two years ago, and he was yeah. he was n- nowhere near as big as he was now. No, not even close. Like and and, and we were uh, before this whole Corona shit all happened. We were supposed to go see him. O- he was gonna open for Tech Nine on the uh, is it was it the Interfere tour yeah. or the? So, so what you're telling me is is he was opening for Yellow Wolf fairly small until we started championing him. Now he's a homeowner. Yes. And he's blowing up to the fact where he's going to have his own tours. He had back-to-back albums on the charts, too. Mm, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean... You're welcome, Jelly Roll. You are welcome, <laughs> Jelly Roll. <laughs> Our two fans or 200,000 fans, whatever it is, pushed you to the top, Yeah. Maybe. Wait, whether it's 25 people that listen to this show or 250,000, you're welcome for your stardom. That's right. <laughs> Also, you're a hell of a singer and yeah. rapper. And we're going to be buying tickets to help you pay that mortgage, baby. Also, you're an inspiration to big guys around the world oh, who dude. want hot chicks. I, I love the fact that he's like, there's a video where he's like, they said my voice wasn't good enough. They said I was too fat. They said I was too ugly. Well, kiss my ass. Look at me now. You know, and I'm just like, that's right, baby. Tell him, tell him, Jelly. Tell him. And your name's Jelly Roll, like on top of it. Like, right. he just owns it. I love the guy. He does it, man. So talented, man. So talented. Yes. So, uh, 
Well, that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah, you know, you talked about being a little scared for uh, for the retirement. That that makes you a little nervous for Tech Nine's retirement. You yeah, yeah. know what makes me a little? We talked about the uh, Mount Westmore album. That one I'm excited for, but I'm nervous because I feel like that has a lot of hype behind it, and I. I Cube has let me down with his last couple solo albums, and you know Snoop's hit and miss on some of his solo stuff. So I'm just praying um, that this is going to be as good as it has the potential to be. I can I can tell you that the biggest fear for me is sometimes when you have music, movies. TV shows, all of it. When you try to put too many stars in the room, yeah, egos, it, it doesn't yeah. come out right. Yeah, you know, sometimes it works. Yeah, but sometimes you're like, nope, it just yeah. it is it was it didn't flow. It wasn't smooth. It wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have you seen a, a preview for a movie and they're like, Chris Evans and this person and this yeah. person? There's like twelve people in it, and you're like, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. You know, and it had all the potential in the world. Yeah, and that's my biggest fear for that project. So I, I definitely understand that fear. The other thing is, 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 I, I definitely wouldn't say that those are four matching styles and flows. All different, right? Completely different. Like, Too Short and E Forty have made albums together. Yeah, they've made tons of songs together over the years yep right being from the bay yeah yeah well there's sometimes where and snoop has probably cameoed with all those guys 100 yeah 100%. has he yeah. yeah okay but in in, in it to me snoop's the glue there yeah because i feel like he moves in and out better than anybody yeah in, i agree with, with, with the, of those four i agree of with those that. four yeah he moves in and out with styles and, and beats and rhythm, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, He's a chameleon. Right. Whereas, yeah. too short, too short is too short. I already, I could tell you right now what half his lyrics are going to be. Oh, more than half. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love yeah, too short, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but, but. He, he, I've got a pretty good idea of what he's gonna say, it's or the, you know, it's the, it's the pimp game. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does, man. And and, yeah. and and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And 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 forty to me, and we've talked about forty. You know how important he is to us, but also like he used to be my favorite guy forever. Um, what was the song you just sent me with him on it featuring? Uh, he's on Papoose's album. That is some of the best forty I've heard, and he, well, well, he really got got in on that. Well, here's the thing: is like, and and, and for me, it's this with forty, right? Forty needs to be in the right beat. If he's not in the right beat, it does. It's not right. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with and, you on and, that. And and and, and he then, has a signature sound. Right. They all do. All those guys have right. some. Kind well, that's of what sound. I'm saying. So yeah. like, like too short is like, there's there's bound to be some beats where he's just gonna sound right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like, if you put too short on this beat, it wouldn't sound right. No. It's not a too short beat. No, it's you not. Know what I mean? And they did enlist. It sounds like they got like some of the best West Coast producers out there. Like, so I'm hoping that this is going to work. And what I liked when I saw an interview, they asked too short, what was it like getting all those egos in the room? Like, was that difficult? And he goes, no, we've all known each other for a long time. And we were real honest without hurting. We didn't hurt. We weren't worried about hurting each other's feelings. We would look at somebody and be like, that ain't it. Go back, get your pen and pen out, get back in the booth. That wasn't it. They said at one point, Cube spit a verse that they thought was too hard. 
I'm like, Snoop Dogg, too short in E40, thought something was too hard. They said, Cube spit a verse, and we told him that that might be a little too hard, Cube. And he thought about it for a while, and he's like, fuck it, I'm, I'm not changing it. I'm, I, that's how I felt, and that's what I'm doing. That got me excited. I'm going to be honest with you. If we get NWA, like, straight out of cop, like, crazy, like, crazy hard Cube, like, I'm down. And, and they said, and here's what he said, he said, what we did with this album was we beautifully blend it where we bring each other into each other's worlds. Cause I think that's the fear a lot of people are having. Everybody gets brought into like, there's a there's a time where all the artists come into 40's world and 40 they go into Cube's world and then they go into Snoop's world, but it blends well and it works. This is what they're saying. Now, whether that's true or not, we're gonna find out. Well, I can tell you this, there's, there's a few people that when they talk or when they say stuff, yeah, it matters to me. Yeah. Or I can tell that they mean it and they're not just co-signing their buddy, you know? Right, right. You know, like if Yellow Wolf tells me that Cook Up Boss's next jam is, I don't care, that's your boy, you're hooking up. Right, right, yeah. But then there's some people where like, yo, this is fire, right? And I'm listening. And one of those people is the DOC. Okay. Um, If you follow the DOC on Twitter. We do, yep. We do. He... This is this is the difference between DOC. If he's not necessarily co-signing something, right. he will say, "Oh, that's my guy, man. I appreciate that guy for everything he does." Or you know what I mean? Like he's always working hard, whatever. Like you know, he'll be complimentary, but like he'll kind of not say this is the fire. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen several tweets where him saying, "Y'all don't know what's coming," and they, he. I, I've seen one tweet where he talked about Cube. Yeah. Some of the best writing he's seen from him in decades. Nice. And then I saw um, that he, he quoted, uh, not quoted, but he was referencing someone asking about the Dre beats on Mount Westmore. And he said, y'all don't know what's coming. Nice. Yeah. So DOC says that I listen. Yeah, I do too. I would have all the respect in the world for that man. I mean, as a writer, as a rapper, as a as a producer, as somebody who's penned, his pen is responsible for some of the biggest albums in hip hop history. Like he wrote on Straight Outta Compton. He wrote he wrote on all the NWA albums. He wrote on Easy Easy Does It. He's written on both of the Chronics. He wrote on the, the Aftermath album. He he worked with Snoop side by side with Snoop on Doggy Style and helped him craft those songs. You can't deny that man's force and presence in all the hip hop that you and I love. Right. Love. Like. So I got two things for you real quick. All right. Yeah. First and foremost, I know the people out there want to know. Yeah. I learned how to put my watch on vibrate. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. I, I don't know if you saw me just kind of go to my phone right there. It's, I did. It scared me. I wasn't used to the <laughs> vibrating on my wrist. I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, okay. No, and, and it's a Samsung. And it worked. It, and make, it worked. Just to make it clear, I said Apple. Yeah, you did. It's a Samsung. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. And the second thing I'd like to bring up is... Oh, that's right. Yes. It's on, baby. That's the wrong button. <laughs> it certainly was. I was rolling with it. Then I went, wait a minute. This said that we're missing no. something, are we? Let's try it again. Try it again. And the second thing is, it's done. There it is. For the next lyric of the week. Yes, sir. Oh, you nasty.
There it is, man. It's time for the Nasty Lyric of the Week. Yes, sir. And we're going to do today, um, this is the new Locksmith uh, Slug track. Slug from Atmosphere. I'm doing the, I'm doing, this is called, what? what is it called now? Fantasy? <laughs> I forget. Fantasy World. That's terrible. It's only been out for like a week. So I'll give you some time. Coming, coming from your boy Locksmith, a.k.a. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the most wordy amazing political yeah smart current event smart rapper yes aka the human single yes we talked about he may never put out an album he's just gonna put out a single every week it seems to be working out that way right now so we and that's how people get their money nowadays but i'm gonna do his verse from the new track that he just released with slug from atmosphere so here we go see if i can get this it's been a minute since we've done this so i'm gonna do this all right you think celebrity static you think celebrity status is staticless till you stack your chips and you wage your self-examination for government printed paper some of us into taper integrity for some acres slice of americana because their madonna is taylor made for the people that's only seeking acceptance rather just pretend than accept the scam you dressed in why even addressing me i got a bone to pick better yet a fish to fry you capping no big surprise you rapping is with the prive Solely superficial instant gratification. You lack the patience for fiscal rewards you on board, but it's only for image. That sucker in high school showboating during a scrimmage, gloating just for retention, essentially just a prostitute. They give light so you kiss ass to constitute. More social currency currently chasing bucks on Fantasy Island. Your tattoos prove you fake as fuck. That's what's up. Oh, you nasty. <laughs> Thank you. Fantasy World by Locksmith. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. It's got a beautiful beat, beautiful beat by Apathy. And the slug verse is crazy. I was going to do the slug verse, but I have done an Atmosphere song already. And I wanted, I don't know, I'd never quoted Locke. Not since we did the review of his album in 2018. So... Well, I can tell you this, buddy. Um, just like me, when we practice it, yeah. I feel like we screw up, and then when we get the, when the, when that light turns red, man, we, we nail it. We nail it, bro. <laughs> you know, the hardest part was that first part. The uh, the the fucking uh, you think celebrity status status is staticless. Status is staticless. That was the one that got me most. After that, it was smooth sailing. But man, status is staticless. I thought you were gonna slide into some static cling, downy and snuggle. <laughs> snuggle Jennings? No, just snuggle like uh, okay. fabric softener. I got you. But listen to this slug verse a little bit. He says, "I'm exhausted. Got bags underneath my heart. But I'll liberate your car before my people starve." I'm swimming through the garbage with maggots and artists face down drowning in the shaggiest of carpets. I'm just like, he's, he's so good, man. He's so good. But the lock versus equally is incredible. The beats phenomenal. Uh, Rene- Rebecca Noble on the hook. Please check that song out. Fantasy world locksmith. You won't be sorry. I dig that shit. Uh, bravo. Senor Biri. Thank you. My friend. Nice Thank job you. on the nasty lyric of, of the, the week. week. That's it. Oh, you nasty. Oh, you nasty. Yes, sir. Um, so, um, let me ask you this. One of the things that we talked about already, uh, just to kind of, we glaze, we glazed over not to be right. confused with a glazed donut or a glazed ham. For sure. Um, both of which sound delicious. That does sound good. I haven't had a uh, donut in a while. Yeah. I, I had donuts yesterday. Ooh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, do you know how much I paid for my donuts? No. How much? Well, do you know how much 
I paid out of my pocket for it? Nothing. Zero, because I found a $20 bill. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yes, I On the ground. Remember. You hey, shot me a photo of yeah, it. Yeah, I, uh, I went on a walk. Uh, no, not abnormal. I go on multiple walks a day with the pup. Right. And uh, uh, the pup, Mercy, a.k.a. Big Merce, a.k.a. Merce Merce, a.k.a. <laughs> the mayor of Marisol. That's right. Uh, and uh, when I when I have to be at work in the morning, like I the have merciless. to be at Didn't the... Didn't you call it a merciless one? Merciless one. I like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I have ahead. to uh, I have to be at the office early, um, and we have to go early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. And the other thing is I hate not... I just like feel terrible. Like if I don't get her out and burn some energy right sure. after we just slept all night. And yeah, then, yeah, and yeah. I, absolutely. So then that way I feel like, okay, at least she's coming back and she's panting and she's tired and yeah, go fall asleep on the couch for eight hours. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, we go and you know, it's cold out and, and then I'm walking and then we're just walking. And all of a sudden I look on the ground, $20 bill. And like, I'm like, Oh, Look, Merce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> $20 bill. And then I was like, Man, that's a good start to a Friday. Hell yeah. That's so, what's up. Yeah, so uh, I was like, I decided that I was going to snag some donuts on the way in for me and a coworker, And then uh, that coworker ended up calling in sick. Oh. So I ended up eating her donuts as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what I would have done too, man. I can't. I mean, come on, can't yeah. let go to waste. No, 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 no. They're never the, as good the next day. No. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, yeah, it was uh, it was nice. I so I had donuts. Anyway, uh, welcome to Donut Talk. This yeah. Is, <laughs> it, you know what that makes me think of? Do you remember that uh, the movie with uh, Dennis Leary when he's a cop? Dennis Leary is a cop. And uh, like Dr. Dre and uh, and Ed oh, Lover. Oh, Dr. Dre it. and Ed Lover. Yeah, yeah. Who's the man? Yeah, yes. who's the man? Uh, first of all, uh, thing is hilarious. Yes. Uh, second of all. God, uh, I haven't seen that in years. Like Dennis Leary is just laying in to um, Dr. Dre because he's overweight. And he's yeah. like, can I have a donut? And he's like, no, no, you can't have a donut. You can't have a donut. You can't have anything that's round. It has a hole in it. In fact, if you meet a guy named Don, you can't call him by his first name. <laughs> that's right. Man, I have not seen that movie. My favorite scene that I can remember from that movie is when they pull over uh, Buster Rhymes. Right. It's leaders of the new school. It's Buster Rhymes and all his clique. And they're like, wasn't that Chauncey? They're like, yeah, it was. Man, he owes me $20. Let's get him. So they, they don't pull him over because they're breaking the law. They pull him over because he owes money. Right. right? And, and they're like, roll down the windows and the, the weed smoke comes pouring out. They're like, is there a problem, officer? And it's Buster Rhymes. And he goes, Dr. Dre, you the man? And Lover, you the man? Yeah, I just remember that scene. Like, yeah, he owes me money. Get him. Like, like that was the shit back Classic. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's hip-hop classic right there. Uh Anyway, good, good movie, great plot. Yeah, yeah. circling back, yeah. glazed over. Yeah, the Anderson Pock and, um, oh yeah, yeah, the Anderson Pock and uh, Bruno Mars stuff. Right. Yeah, I'm, I, I know you said that's something you're looking forward I, to, but yeah, and, but, I, and I said that that would be that would be my if if the rest of that album continues the way it is, I'll say that right now that's gonna be my number one album of 2021 for sure. Now you were telling me that in in that. Two things. A, they have a plan going forward right. where they're going to try to release. They're not going to do like the, uh, you know, here's the single, then here's the album. They're no. going to roll it out a little yeah, different. Yeah, they, they, they said on the, they were on the Breakfast Club and uh, they said, uh, this single's doing really well. Um, we gave you, you got this single and we, they said, we are not just going to ha hand you this album all at once. We give you the album all at once and then we're like a trending topic for a few days or a week. And then it's over and people move on to the next album. 
we're going to kind of slowly roll it out. So you're going to get a track and a track and a track and a track, and then eventually you'll get the full album. But they're going to ride that out by giving you a track and then giving it time to breathe and letting it live a little bit and letting people get into it. And just at the moment they get tired of it, they'll give us another one and another one until we can't stand it anymore and then drop the full album on us. So there's a world where it might not be my favorite album of 2021 because we might not get the full album of 2021. Like, and they did say that... Um, they asked them, they said, I bet everybody's trying to feature on this thing. And they said, you think so, right? They said, we're still waiting on a few features. So that being said, I don't, it doesn't sound like the album's done yet. And my big wish is, my God, man, I, my big dream would be since Anderson's involved that they get Dr. Dre in there. And those three guys in a room would be insane. But yeah, that seems to be the mantra now for all these artists, whether you're independent. I mean, Bruno and Anderson, you don't get much bigger than that. They sell millions of records and even they're giving us the single at a time approach. So I, I'm thinking at this stage, that's just how you make money in the music industry, whether you're on a label, whether you're independent. Warren G said, I'm probably never gonna make another album again. I'm just gonna drop songs here and there. Like I won't, you won't get another Warren G album. And that's sad because lately I've really fallen in love with Warren G. I've gotten his first three albums now on vinyl and I'm really uh, going back and eating my words with him. I was kind of a lyrical snob and really hard on that dude. and. I'm vibing on his first three albums. And, and the second one may be one of my favorite albums of his and just one of my favorite West Coast albums, period. The we'll Take a Look Over Your Shoulder reality is amazing. But yeah, that's just the, that's just the uh, format now, I think, in the streaming era. That's how you make money, you know? It, I don't think you make money get handing out an album. There's just too much music out there. People have shorter attention spans. I don't think it pays for them to do it that way. Well, I'll tell you this, um, when we were talking about... Um, Even Drake just dropped an album that's only four songs. That, and that's Drake, like the biggest artist out there right now. Like, I know you and I aren't fans, but he's huge. Like, right. He gave us a four-track EP, like, and the last one was... And it was part two to another EP. So, that's just how they roll now. I'm telling you, man, like, we talk about people who are, are talented and people who do things and people who are uh, ahead of their time. Right. Right. How long has Tech been doing that? Shit. Gosh, you probably know better than me, but he's done it at least, what, his last five, six years at, at least? At least. Like, yeah, yeah. When, 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 he, uh, when he dropped, it was before the storm, um, when he dropped uh, Special Effects. Right. Right. A couple singles, EP. Yeah. And then the storm, a couple singles, EP. Right. And then after that, Planet was multiple singles. Planet, like, when Planet dropped, we knew almost the whole album right because he went to the full like single single ep ep and the, the whole process has been that way since yeah yeah and that, and and, and, it, and it's probably about if you think about the planet was what three years ago yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, and, we, and we and that's and that's kind of when not that streaming wasn't taking off before but like everything was streaming at that point like three or four years ago where like that became the use like CDs are slowly being phased out the hard copy you know what I mean it's interesting to watch the CD aisle continue to shrink it already has shrunk you remember when it was like three or four aisles at Walmart or Kmart like now it's like a little corner like next to the coloring books and the and the magazines like and watch the vinyl like which had totally disappeared vinyl keep the vinyl section keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger it's weird it's it's like we're going in like a reverse time machine it's very very interesting to watch but yeah i had a lady i'm looking through the vinyl and this older woman behind me was like 
where's all the CDs? And I'm like, they're over there in that little dark corner. Like, you know, like there they are. And it was so weird to have me, the younger person looking at the records and the lady who was the senior citizen behind me looking for the CD. Now the CD is the outdated technology that the old people are still into. And the younger cats like us and even younger are into the vinyl. Like it's a weird world we live in like right now. It's a strange paradox. Like, cause it's the older generations, the people older than us that created vinyl and were into the vinyl, you know, like it's, it's funny, man. It's just weird. Yeah. Well, the other thing I could tell you um, to to circle back yeah. to the um, things we're looking forward to uh-huh. is uh, I'm really interested in seeing uh, what happens with uh, with Dr. Dre. Oh, I'm so stoked because he seems pretty darn motivated. Yes, and um, I know that the, uh, we heard about uh, a song that he made. With King Crooked, yes, that he uh, some of his longtime one of his longtime affiliates, DJ Silk, premiered on I don't know like Instagram yeah he live played a snippet something. of it on his Instagram live and uh, immediately Dr. Trace you know obviously it's Dre it blew up it went it went viral like you know it's gonna it's a new Dr. Dre song and the verse is incredible because the verse is talking is Dre basically saying when I was in I see you I see you trying to f me while I'm in surgery and yes. I see you deathbed. On some money shit, greedy bitch, take a pick. Girl, you know how money get. Yes, absolutely. So his ex-wife tried to then run with that and say that she felt threatened, like her life was in some kind of danger and she needed more money. Obviously, she took it to court and she lost. She didn't get that. Like, Oh, I forgot the first line. Sorry. Yes. Trying to kill me with them lies and that perjury. I see you trying to F me while I'm in surgery. Yes. Like that's, you don't get more current than that. That's, we, we talked about hip hop ripping it straight from the headlines. I mean, that you don't get any more current. I mean, literally, he's only been out of the hospital a few weeks, like a month, l- maybe. little over a month, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's it, man. I I can't. I have been so um, since he had, you know, since the divorce and the uh, brain aneurysm, it seems like there's been a fire that under him. We talked about this. He's been photographed in the studio and been bringing in artists to do work. And he just seems motivated again. And I have really been on a tear. I created a Dr. Dre playlist where I just went and found nothing but songs that Dre featured on on other people's albums now it had to be on somebody else's album and dre had to at least either talk or rap or do a hook something it can't just be him making the beat and i think it's like well over three hours long the playlist i made and it's over 50 songs and i discovered some gems that i had no clue existed he did a song with tony braxton that i had no idea existed um i never really listened to stuff with the firm um, and that's really good, the songs he did with The Firm, because everybody said that album was terrible. But, man, I've been digging it. There's a song with, uh, gosh, I can't even remember. There's just so many that I didn't know existed that I discovered. Um, and in doing my research, you know how you, I, I got you that Raekwon album for Christmas? You did? Uh, it, oh, excuse me. DJ Billy Elf yeah. did. I found out. I didn't get nothing from you, dog. Now, in in research, I found out that actually for a short stint, like so many artists, Raekwon was actually signed to Aftermath. 
And that's why you got the Dre produced. Cause I was like, I don't, Dre's never worked with anybody from Woo. That's the first. It's because he was signed to Aftermath. And then like every other artist, it didn't work out or it took too long. Luckily, Ray was able to take all the stuff he did and go put that album out with a different label. But he was an Aftermath artist for a very short time. And that's why we got Ray Kwan and Dr. Dre tracks. But um, unfortunately, he didn't rap on any of those. So I couldn't put those on the playlist. <laughs> I wanted to very badly. Um, but yeah, man, I, I am so, it, it feels like the 90s again. Like it feels like, you know, it's been a long time since I've been so excited for, you know, here we got Anderson Pock and Bruno. We got the Mount Westmore album. We got a potential Dr. Dre album. It feels like that era when we used to sit on pins and needles and wait for Tuesday to drop and figure out what new albums were coming out in the source and run to the record store. I haven't been this excited in a long time. We got new Yellow Wolf coming. I mean, there's so much on the horizon musically now from like, not just independent underground artists. These are massive. I mean, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pock, Dr. Dre, all the guys in Mount Westmore. These are not just artists. These are legends, legends or soon to be working on becoming legends in the game. So man, I'm, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited, man. I, I, yeah, uh, Dre. Give it to us, man. Bless us with at least one more, please. Well, I'm thinking it's coming. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that yeah. it's coming. Yeah, we but, all are. Uh, the, uh, the fact that he seems to be more uh, motivated and, and uh, around. Yeah. Not being a hermit right now. Yeah. Makes me believe that uh, maybe we're going to get it all. Yeah, well, the scary thing about a brain aneurysm, and there's no sign, it just happens. And most of the time, you don't live. So he has to be counting his blessings right now. I just had uh, an acquaintance who lost his wife due to a brain aneurysm. She's just, you know, she's, you see all her pictures. She's vibrant. She's youthful. She's in shape. She's healthy. Just like Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's in great shape. He's 50 plus, but he's in great shape. This young lady didn't look like anything was wrong. And then just one night it happened and she was gone, you know? And so he's got to just be going, man, I got, you know, that nothing's promised. We got to do this. So, yeah, man, I, I can't wait. Like, I, I'm just praying, man, we get one more. It don't have to be detox. Just give us something, you know, like I, just music, new music. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Now, before we get out of here. Yeah. I got one question for you. Yes. As you may or may not know. Uh-huh. We are getting a third stimulus. Yes, yes, we are. 1,400. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> ah, 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 stimulus. Yeah. Ah, not planned. <laughs> Whoa there. Whoa there. <laughs> that was perfect, man. You couldn't have planned that any better, and we didn't. That's the crazy thing. You couldn't have tried to make that happen. Are you going to get an elliptical bill? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Probably with my stimulus check um, in September, I'm taking a vacation. So um, I'm going to probably we, what we did was we 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 because that's my wife and I's wedding anniversary. We put the vacation on her credit card, and so when I get paid, I slowly have been paying her off. So I'll probably pay my half off um, for that and set some money aside for that. Uh, and then yeah, at the, after that, I, I don't know. I got some stuff to do around the house. The yard needs some serious attention. Uh, I need to fix a fence. Where are you going on vacation? So in September, we are going. We have booked uh, Disney World, mm. Florida. I've never been, um, and 
um, I've been to Disneyland enough that I, I'm burnt. I don't need to go there anymore. There's, I, I saw the Star Wars land. I've, you know, I've seen it. My wife last December uh, went to Disney World for my stepdaughter had a cheer. They cheered at the, uh, was it the orange? Two years ago, right? Two years now. Citrus Bowl. They cheered at the Citrus Bowl. I recall. Um, so, and, you know, they have to go to the Citrus Bowl. They have practices every day. So Amber said that Disney World was incredible, but they didn't have enough time. So we've got the tickets, the hotel, the, you know, we booked everything up. Bling, bling. Bling, bling, yeah. <laughs> bling, bling. Every time I get a stimulus, bling, bling. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, that's probably what I'll do with my money. I'll, I'll, I'll pay it off, set a little sum aside for the vacation, and then uh, maybe maybe repair this fence that it needs. And we need a new, we need a, a storage shed in the back. I could use to, because our garage is pretty full. We need to put the lawnmower and some other shit and get one of those little pre-built, the ones you build and yourself. And do that. So that's what I'm planning you. Nice. Uh, I'm not going to Disney World. No. No. Uh, no, uh, I, uh, you know, one of the things that I have been blessed with is, uh, is, uh, been pretty smart with my money and, and, and got some things figured out. So I've been able to, uh, slowly acquire, uh, some things that I, I want, uh, for the gym that, you know, right, you know right, I talked right. about, we've talked yeah. a couple things. Uh, so I, I want to do something that I've been trying to do um, for a little bit that I'm set up for. So when I get that money, I am going to put a brand new carpet in the uh, in the general living area. Nice. Yeah. Nice, dude. Hell yeah. It's, uh, you know, this house isn't that old, but the no. carpet is not a, you know, carpet's one of those things that wears down after time, and especially in, in main general living areas that you're, you, you know, a lot a of high traffic, traffic high areas. traffic areas. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I've gone out and I've got some quotes and, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I was going to do it in general, but then found out about that stimulus money coming. So heck yeah man now's the time and that's what it's for it's to stimulate the economy so you're you're doing it you're putting somebody else to work and helping their business and then they'll in turn take that money and put it into that's you know supposed to stimulate the economy in that way that's the theory right so by you and i like doing if i go out and buy this shed right i'm giving money to some company and then they're gonna take you know we'll see we'll see if it works it was either that or buy fourteen hundred dollars of taco truck burritos Ooh. what say you uh Mad cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting one out in Cleveland, baby. It's tough. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting carpet, man. Nice. No, that's it. That's adult. Look, you and I both were like, I'm like, I'm gonna fix a fence and. You know, it's pay, funny too. Pay off a credit card. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny too, or not funny, depending on how you look on this. But like, there are people, and I'm just like, they're like anti-carpet people. Yeah. Like they just are like hardwood. Yeah, yeah. Throw a rug down. Like yeah. that's like they're like, why are you getting carpet? Yeah. I'm just, man, I grew up on carpet. I love carpet. Like for me, like I wouldn't say I spend a lot of time, but I spend a good amount of time down on the floor with my puppy. Right. Yeah, playing yeah. around. Like I don't want to do that on hardwood. Yeah, yeah. No. You know what I mean? I don't blame you. I got carpet. Yeah. I love carpet, man. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it at all. I lay on the floor a lot too. Yeah, I'll be watching TV or something. Well, the carpet definitely matches the drapes. There you, know you what go. I mean? <laughs> How you doing? I'm not too bad. Huh? Take it, hey, take Hello. it easy. Hey, take it easy. This is a family <laughs> show, okay? That's right. Come on. Come okay. On okay. Okay. Well, anyway, all right, I was just curious, man. I, no, I, that's cool. The stimulus should be here soon, and I was just kind of wondering what, what you are going to do. That's the plan, man. We're going to see what happens. Oh, you know, I got a, uh, 
a follow-up to our Thursday 3. I almost forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah. We've been doing, I don't know, for anyone who doesn't follow us on Instagram, Savage and I are doing the Thursday 3, where we ask three quick rapid-fire questions. And you don't have any time to think, you just have to answer. So Savage and I have each done one. Uh, your boy, Honu Experience. No, no. Eddie C. Eddie C, my bad. Are we going to get Honu to do one? Yeah, I got to get. I gotta hunt him down. I got to yeah. hunt him down. Yeah, we got to. So Eddie C did one. Who else is this? Is that it so far? We've done three, right? We got, we got White Claw, White Claw Woody coming up. This, oh, uh, hell yeah. By the time you guys hear this, you're, you'll have seen the White Claw Shit. Woody one. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So we'll so. have a couple. It's a... 209 Thursday 3 hashtag. Yes. So keep an eye out if you follow us on Instagram, 209 till infinity, all one word. Check it out. But anyway, in my first one, you one of the questions you asked me was, who, was it who's the celebrity that annoys you the most? Mm-hmm. I think that was it, right? That was the one you asked me. We're getting some, yeah, dude. Back that ass up. Are we on the uh, the Cash Money Records instrumentals? I don't know, man, yeah. but that's two back to back. Hey, bling bling yeah. and uh, back that ass up, juvenile fucking bangers when i was in my youth in my youth fire in my youth yeah the youths the two youths so yeah, you say youths youths oh, oh, sorry you on it youths <laughs> yeah so you asked me who the most annoying celebrity was and i without thinking i said kanye west which was the right answer yeah and i, and I just want to elaborate on that a little bit because I, he's a super easy target like i feel like he's definitely got mental problems and he's he's there's something wrong and the man needs help clearly uh uh, but the reason why I said that was not so much for that. That's not why I said he annoys me. The reason why I'm annoyed by him is because I know what he's capable of. Like, for me, I had kind of, in the early 2000s, after Tribe broke up and when Dre was done making music and Eminem was in rehab and, you know, Outkast was kind of done, like in the early 2000s, when rap shifted into that, like, I call it kind of the early 2000s was the dark era. Like it was Ja Rule and Nelly. It was the ringtone rap where every, every right. everything was either sung or had a girl on the hook. You know, it was Flo Rida, Nelly, Ja Rule. Like I became very disconnected with hip hop. Like I was either retreating back to my old albums that I had or I was just listening to rock music or something. Like I just wasn't, there was nothing new. And this was... You got to think pre-smartphone, pre-internet, pre-streaming, pre-YouTube. So I still relied on the radio to find out about new music. Right. I wasn't, there's no other option at that point. So I was kind of like tuned out on hip hop. Until one day on MTV, I saw the video for a song called Through the Wire with Kanye. And it starts off by saying he was in a massive car accident. His jaw was completely dislocated and his face was jacked up. And he, he got out of the hospital and his jaw was still wired shut. And he went into the studio and made this song about the experience. And it's got a great sample. It's got um, an amazing hook through the wire, through the limit, through the wall. I just want to be with you. And, it, and then it's him rapping like literally like, yo, dog. Or like his mouth is wired shut. And I was just impressed by it. I'd never seen anything like it. It was the video, and then I kind of tuned it out. And then one day I'm in my car. I used to drive this old beater, an old uh, uh, Ford Taurus wagon. And I was driving back and forth to the hospital when my son Max was having health issues. Um, and I had a, uh, all it had was a radio, no tape deck, no CD. It was a total beater. And I hear the radio. Here's the newest one, a new debut. Kanye West and Twista and Jamie Foxx is called Slow Jams. And I was blown away. I couldn't wait to drive back and I was changing radio stations to try to hear it, you know, like, what's it gonna be? 
Whoa, do you want some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a little Anita, and then in comes Twister, in comes Kanye. I was blown out. So now I've got through the wire and that I'm hooked. And his album drops, the college dropout. I love the beats, I love the features. To me, that's like Chicago's chronic. Like I just loved that album. And then I loved Late Registration, I loved Graduation Day, I loved 808s and Heartbreaks, and then after that he kind of lost me. But those first four albums, he was the first new artist in a long time that got me excited for hip hop, that had me run into the record store. Every time he dropped, I was at the record store. His voice was different, his flow was different, his production was phenomenal, his features were top notch. So I know what the man's capable of, and it's like he's become kind of this train wreck. like like of just like he's more of a joke now like his talent's not a joke but he's just a joke now like him saying slavery is a it, it was a choice and him showing up in a MAGA hat at the White House and back and Trump like even if he really likes Trump it just looked silly like cause he got in there and went this hat makes me feel like a superhero when I wear it I feel like a superhero no it's, you're already a celebrity dude like what's the hat doing like I he just kind of became he argued with Sway on Sway in the Morning and Sway had to basically shut him up, tell him to sit down and stop. Like he married a Kardashian and now they're getting divorced. I mean, it's just been a train wreck. Like you can't hardly take your eyes off of it because he's insane. But um, the reason why he's so annoying to me is because at one point he's a big reason why I got back into newer hip hop and was started looking for new artists again. He's that college dropout album to this day, like I don't have it on vinyl yet, but I will at some point, like blows my mind still to this day. Uh, the beats, the features, everything, man, it's it's incredible. And and uh, I know what he can do and he's just not doing it. And uh, it's, it's a sad thing, man. Like, so that's why he frustrates me. All that other shit's just, well, he needs help. Like he clearly needs mental help, but he could still make the music if he stopped and put his mind to it. And so that's why I said that. That's what that's what that was all about for me. Like, But you can't explain that in the Thursday 3 because it's rapid fire. You just got to go. But I didn't want people to think. Because, yeah, he's being an idiot for sure. And he's super annoying. But for me, it's a totally different reason. I want that music back. Like, he's not giving us that anymore. His new music sucks. And he's not on the level he was. But I think it's there if he puts in the work. So... That's all. That's what I wanted to say about that. Just a little follow-up to our Thursday 3. Yeah, so. I feel like that was the DJ Billier therapy session. Like, you were just trying to make... make <laughs> that was about you right there. That was yeah. about making you feel better for what you said. But yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I don't think any of our people were upset that I said... No, we, I don't we, think anybody was we, like, Whoa, Bill, Jesus, Kanye. Any, we didn't get any backlash from anybody no. on that. So for me, I just wanted to put it out there because he really was a bright spot in a very dark time in hip-hop for me. I mean, you talked about like back that ass up and songs like that i wasn't really feeling a lot of that stuff and that's where hip-hop went there was this direction like like i said nelly jaw rule like it made this shift from like you know why and biggie biggie died Pac died like i said tribe broke up like and i was lost for a while well, it's because your life path took you to marriage and kids yeah and you weren't out in the club at the tree frog with me <laughs> watching them all back that ass up. Yeah, well, I can imagine it. Oh, it, man. It, it the club oh, on fire, man. The I tree bet. frog, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, if you yeah. know, hey, if you know, you know. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Cyclone? You know what I'm talking about. Where's the tree frog, Modesto? 
Uh, the tree frog is nowhere. Oh, anymore. Where was it? Where was Modesto. the tree frog? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking tree frog. We're talking tequila willies. You know, we knew all the hot spots. You wanted to party sometimes. You go out to the Black Angus bar. You know, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I knew it all, man. That's. I mean, I heard. I was <laughs> reading my Bible at home. Sure, sure you were. <laughs> I, I hear you. All right, man. Well, I appreciate that. Um, Glad you got that off your chest, and I, did, I, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't take it offensively, and that's that's part of the beauty. Did. It's part part of the beauty of the Thursday three. Just say what comes to your mind. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you meant it. Maybe you didn't mean it. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and uh, he's super frustrating because I, like I said, I know what he's capable of. But I just wanted to make sure people knew there was a moment where that dude. I, I'm I'm hip hop till the casket drops, like hardcore, 100. Like, like I I will I will go to a concert or listen to music before I watch sports or movies or anything else. And I'm a big movie guy and I'm a big Kings fan and an A's fan, but it's music first and foremost, and for the most part, is hip hop music. So, yeah, it, for somebody to like for me to turn my back, kind of not, not turn my back on it, but to get disconnected and look to other places, like to retreat away, and for him to kind of pull me back in, that was he was a big part of that for a minute. Uh oh. I was talking this to uh, right here. This or that, this or that, this or that, this or that. Engine, engine number nine on that New York transit line. If Sav is on my left again, <laughs> bet you didn't. Oh, <laughs> no, it's all good. I love this shit. Uh, no, and uh, you know, I was talking to somebody who is not new to me, but is I've known for a long time. But they finally started checking out the podcast, and uh, right. they were enjoying it. And she asked me, she goes, she's like. Uh, She's like, she wanted the history of DJ Billier and Savage and like, how long have you known each other? Seems like you guys got good chemistry, blah, 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 all that stuff, which is great. And thank you. Um, but then she was like, do you, do you think you guys are similar? Do you think you're different? Do you think that you guys are kind of in the middle? You know, how does it come? And I said, you know, the thing is, is and I've said this and I, I think I told her to the mauler. I said, you know, the difference is this. I love music. Yeah. And music is a part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. For Bill, music is his life. Right. And I think that's the difference, which isn't a bad difference. No, no, no. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it, it doesn't mean you don't have other things in your life. Yeah, yeah. But like your music is your favorite thing. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Scott's got six favorite things that are spread out. You've got music, which, I mean, you have kids. Of course. Movies yeah, yeah. and all that well, other stuff. Well, you, you played sports. Like, right. I didn't play one sport in high school. Like, I, I tried out for the basketball team in junior high, and, and um, I think I tried out for the baseball team. Like, wait, I never played Little League, and I just decided one year I got a bug up my ass, and I tried out for the baseball team, like, my sophomore year, and I didn't make it. I had no experience. I, you know, I could hit the ball, but my fielding and throwing wasn't that great, you know? But you, that was what you did right from the time you can remember like peewee leagues and shit all the way soccer I, I, baseball right everything i played right? soccer since i was four right baseball since i was five but i grew up with a wiffle ball bat in my right. hands right yeah and that's what i'm saying catch and so that's who you are dude that's right. who you are like like and now you still adult softball leagues golfing you know, you, you're still like, that's who you are. Like shooting the rock on a weekend. The codest. Hey, that's it. And I'm going to have to get in. I'm going to have to come down here one weekend and shoot some place. Yeah, we're going to be like, look, all right, here's what we're going to record. We got to be done by three because we're going to go shoot hoops from four to seven. I love it, man. I, I haven't shot hoops in a while. I'm down for that. Let's do that. Let's make that happen. The codest. But yeah, I, uh, chatter patter. The same way, ever since I was little, all I could remember was wanting to be a singer. The first time I saw Michael Jackson perform on the Motown 20th anniversary, 
I was singing in Christmas plays and singing in the church choir. And then my voice changed and I started pretending to write rap, trying to write raps. And then I got into to bands and started doing the rock and rap thing. But it's been a part of my life. That's been a part of my life, not sports, music. So for, that's that's why, you know, like, and I think that's where it's at, you know, like. Well, I also wanted to be a singer. Yeah. Until I realized I couldn't sing. Right. Well, I, I could until my balls dropped. Nag, sorry, I know it's a family show, but yeah, I, uh, once I went from this to this, it's over at that point, man. Like, it's like, can't do it. I'm, I'm not, I don't have that very well. But, but the one thing we do say is, like, like, there's a difference between not being able to sing. Right. But having passion when you do it. Yes. And not being able to sing and not really having passion right oh, we got the passion and oh I'd, yeah and i'd say that you and i can carry a tune for sure like you know we're not we're not ever gonna be like you know oh shy yeah shy no shy happening for us but we can carry a tune and 100 the very for first time yeah. that i saw your brown eyes but it just yeah. don't sound right i no, mean it, it doesn't sound not like, like them. Like, like them ain't like them no not at all but we're not like the very first time <laughs> that I saw your brown eyes. <laughs> that sounds like an old librarian singing that song. <laughs> I don't know why. That's what I envisioned. Someone <sighs> going like, please be quiet. And please be sure you put your books back on the shelf where you found them. And one more thing. The very first time. Like, yeah, I don't know why. I just got a vision of a librarian. I, I got 30 cents in late fees and I got serenaded. It was yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just, I just, you know, that's, that's, that's the difference. A yeah. Little bit, you know, and absolutely. That's, and, that, and that's all good. So yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure, man. Like that's what makes us us. That's what makes the show work, man. Like I go to you, I look to you for answers when it comes to sports like on this podcast when i'm curious about something in the super bowl or something like what what moves are the kings making i go to you because i have no clue like all i know right now is my kings that's a whole nother like i don't know what the hell happened there but damn we, it. We all right man they, they, t- they tip off in two and a half man okay we're good, we're good, we're good. and it's been a rough run these last few games but yeah man i i uh I thought they had a lot of potential going into the beginning of the season. <laughs> it looked good for a minute. Hashtag things Kings fans say every year. Yes, that's the truth. Amen to that. So, yeah, no, I look to you for that, man, because, because yeah, I don't know. So I love having that, that to be able to have that on this show. Like, I want to have sports conversations. I, I want that to be a part of it. Well, as I said, ending the show last week yeah oh yes that's right i uh i'm excited for this i thought you you i don't know why but i thought you were gonna say in the immortal words of george clooney yes not george clinton yeah so then that proceeded to make me look up george clooney quote quote so yeah. uh, i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna close the show today with a yes. george clooney quote. a very rare exception here to the 209 to Affinity podcast i'm gonna hand it over to my man savage o'malley hopefully hopefully for your sake the people don't go man i love the george clooney quote <laughs> Knowing your people, I think we're going to be doing this more often. I really do. So, well, hey, Savage. Didn't I, didn't I say what? Yeah, yeah. When I closed it out when we were on, I was like, I don't know, man. If you don't have tortillas, don't eat nachos or yeah, something. Yeah, don't, don't, don't make chili. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, it's something about I chili. Like, I don't know. Some, something about, I don't know, tacos and nachos. Yeah, and chili, yeah. So I don't get to say this very often, so we're going to reverse it. Hey, listen, thank you guys so much for being here. We appreciate each and every one of you. Everyone. If you need anything, if you have a question, a comment, please hit us up. We'd love to use it on the show and love to get back at you. We love your feedback. And now, hey, Savage, 
Why don't you get us on out of here, my friend? In the immortal words of George Clooney, you don't learn from the mistakes you make and from the mistakes other people make. The truth is, you don't learn from success. You learn from failure. Amen, my brother. Peace. Peace.